Countdown. Five, four, three, two. Industry rule number 4080. Record company people are shady. Record company people are shady. Shady, 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 shady. All right. I wasn't expecting that. Don't be doing it to us, don't be doing it too, Lonnie. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 13. Episode 13. Triple X. Episode 13. Yeah. We here, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the Rhythm and Peruse podcast. The Rhythm and what? Bruise. Bruise. <laughs> I, I got a little tongue twisted on that one. We are the Rhythm and Bruise podcast. And as always, what, what you, you sipping, sipping on? on? All right. I am Prince Latif. I am Mr. R&B Smooth. Mr. Lucky Lefty. DJ D-Dubs. All right now, how y'all feeling? Good, fam. I'm feeling good, man. All right, and we got some special guests in the building. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves, starting with my, my gentleman over here? I'm Michael Dunham. I'm a local Bridgeport, <clears throat> Georgia-born, Bridgeport-raised uh, artist, visual artist, writer, uh, vocalist, and uh, occasional radio show personality. All right, and you, young lady. Hello, hello, hello. You got Phoenix Fire over here. Hey. Bridgeport raised, Stanford born. Amen. Uh, Amen. Okay. And I am hostess, entertainer, performer, you name it. All right, now. entrepreneur. All, right. All of it. Don't sell yourself short. Keep All it going. Got, All of got my sweatshirt on today. Word. I see. Go okay. <laughs> Drawn by Jedi. Yes, She's yes, good. yes. Okay. Um, Jedro that drew that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's one. <laughs> that's why he Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I did my other one though, the lips with oh, the microphone. Oh yeah? yeah. Oh okay, okay now. Okay. We out here <laughs> commercing with right each other. Now. I do the same thing. He do. Yes. Oh yes, he oh, is he a painter. He be painting and we're both Knicks fans. So I, I gotta get one of them Knicks paintings eventually. Matter of fact, no I might doubt. have just given up on the Knicks. But we gonna talk. We might talk yeah, about let's that. Talk about yeah, that. We definitely gotta uh, talk I about gotta, that. I gotta give you. I'm work, I'm working on a Willis Reed man on wood. Ooh, so. <laughs> um, but I just want to welcome y'all to episode 30. Thank y'all for coming out. Yes, thank you. For um, me. I want to dedicate this episode to Catherine Jackson, my grandmother who just passed away on Wednesday. Thank you, thank you. Um, so shout out to her. Shout out to the family. And uh, we gonna get right into it with a little bit of shot clock. Oh yeah, yeah. First, so, before uh, we hold on, before okay. we do get into that, definitely want to shout out New London. Facts, thank you. Because last yeah. night was definitely a pleasure. Shout out to Rod's Hot Wings. It's a Hot Rod Cafe. Hot Rod Cafe, yes, sir. Hot Rod Cafe. Kyle over there at uh, Spills Bar. Spills on. Uh, Spills on state. state. Yep. Spills on state. And of course, our culture is as like fuck. Yeah, culture as fuck family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three times fast. <laughs> hey, look, we was out late last night. We were, and, and now we're here. But we here. Yeah. Yes, but we do, yeah, right? shout out to New London because y'all, y'all definitely showed us love. Um, if you're out there uh, in New London anytime soon, make sure you hit up Hot Rod Cafe. Those wings are amazing. Make sure you hit up mm-hmm. Spills on State. They showed us love. The drinks and are the great. vibe is just so dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so dope. Like, black yeah, owned, both of them. Yeah, Facts. yeah, black owned business. Nice. Both of them show mad. You got love. Obama, Tupac, and Biggie on, <laughs> on the, the same on the, on the wall. Same wall. Wow. Yo. <laughs> Definitely. And um, stay tuned because we may or may not be doing a live podcast there. So, you know, 
We'll see. Yeah, man. Yeah. We'll see. But what now, you sipping on right now, Teeth? Well, I'm sipping on. I'm sipping on a little bit of um, what's this? Uh, wow, Pete. Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Arnold Palmer with uh the the Crown Peach. Yes, okay, so sorry, I was trying to think of the name of the of the, the tea sweet and, tea and, yeah, and yeah, lemonade. Sweet tea and lemonade. Sweet tea and lemonade. Sweet, sweet, it's simple, brother. Sweet tea and right. pink lemonade, man. I, mean, I was uh, like, which golfer was it again? <laughs> <laughs> what state? Arizona. <laughs> is, is Jack Nicholson the state? <laughs> this is the Tiger Woods with some crown. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Tiger Woods, man, I'm gonna miss him. Wait, what happened? He's, he's not gonna be playing in the. Uh, uh, what's coming up? That tournament. Oh, the Masters? Uh, the Masters? The Masters? Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Masters in Augusta, Georgia. Yeah, oh, man. due to health reasons, he said he got to sit Ooh. it out. Oh, man. Yeah. Y'all ready for some shot clock? When I think of Augusta and the Masters, I think of cross burning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Listen. Bars. <laughs> you want to explain the rules to the shot clock because you do it so well. Oh, well, thank you. So the rules of the shot clock are pretty simple. It's a word association game. We're going to give our guests a word, and they're going to have to come up with a song that contains that lyric in the song and give us the title and the artist of that song. And they have eight seconds. Usually we do 10, but today we're going to do eight for Kobe. Right. And if they don't get it, they have to take a shot. Yep. That simple. All right. Luck, you got any words? I got the words. You already know. I'm already on day. <laughs> Come on, Webster. All right. So we're going to start off with Mr. Mike. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Your word is father. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Father, father. It is. We don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the answer, for only love can conquer hate. We got to do it. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love in here today. Man, it's too hard for this, Come on now. Come on now. Listen. Come on now. Listen. See, this is why. This is why they are here. Okay. They ain't All gonna right. take no shots. They, they right. ain't trying to take no shots. They ain't trying to take no shots. But nah. but but I if I have to, I will. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> but yeah, you gotta say, name the song and the artist. Marvin Gaye, uh, what's going on? All right. Had to Ooh. sing it last night. Memories <laughs> oh, fresh. All right. <laughs> All right. Miss Phoenix Fire. Yeah. Mm. Your word is future. Shot in my future. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> future. Oh man, I thought you would have had that one. Oh my gosh. Oh, I believe agony. that children are the future. Teach oh, them well. Let them <laughs> Damn. You know that's the first thing that popped up. Right? did it. I believe you're not future. Teach him well. Let, let him be the way. Shut up all the tables. Coming to America. Get right? him a sense. 
a crown. Royal Crown right there. That's the, the crown. crown royal. All right. Yeah. 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 Bottoms yeah. up. Yes, Bottoms up. To Kobe. All right. Yes, Mike. All right. Mike. Your word, sir, Uh-oh. is water. Mm. Hmm. Just had a little water, 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 water. Eight. Still waters run deep. <laughs> Still waters run deep. That's some old four tops. Okay. 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 Right. okay. I was He went to the archive. Yeah, because wow. I was like, oh, he ain't got because this. Because I, I had <laughs> I had another song and just was not registering up here. So. Right. Okay. See, okay. I went boys to me. That was my backup. Yeah. Water There's runs dry. No water runs dry, the right? Water yeah. runs dry. Hey. We might watch our lives pass us by. Let's go wait till the water runs dry. All right, what all else right. y'all got? What you got? I got uh, one last one. Well, how many more are we do? Just one. Just one more? All right. Miss Fire. Yeah. Come on, man. I need to hear these vocals. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you a layup. Okay. I like layups. Your word is love. Oh, wow. I'm in love, sweet love, don't you ever go away, it'll always be this way. Yes, Lord. Yes, right. Lord. That felt like Saturday morning. Listen. <laughs> clean now when I go home. Listen. Exactly. I got to find something to clean. Listen. I'm about to boil a pot of hot water. With <laughs> some Fabuloso I'm about to say, it. I think we got some Fabuloso in my garage. <laughs> oh, man. Give it up for them for Give it. And of course, that was the need to make a sweet love. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, love. Yes, love. All right. All right. Y'all ready to get right into these topics? Yeah. Yeah. Smooth, smooth, brother. We're going to let you curate. curate. Oh, I'm curating this? Yes, Yes, sir. Again? Yes, sir. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So, let me know what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about R&B. We're going to talk about the changes and the differences we've seen in the art of stage presence and and um and all of that and we're also going to talk about the death of r&b groups mm. and why we're starting to see so many of them and why we haven't seen so many of them breaking up and why we haven't seen so many form um mm. and then we're also going to talk about what what is traditional r&b mm. because as of late the conversation of r&b in its state and what it's missing and what needs to come back has resurfaced rapper artist uh young ma made a comment um on twitter about it missing the love and that's why everything's pretty much one way 
Tank has now come out and spoke. Uh, Eric Benet has has spoken now. So we are going to continuously get involved in this conversation on our platform. And so now we want to know what are some things that you've seen, Mike and and Phoenix, as far as the differences in uh, stage presence between artists of your time and then today's artists as well. Mm. Wow. Stage presence for me personally was always <clears throat> a sticking point. Right. When, I, when I started performing and it took me a while, I didn't step on the stage till I was 22. I was painfully shy. Mm. Right. And when I first hit the stage, I would pretty much stand in one place. Couldn't wait until the damn song was over. <laughs> and, but as time went by, I learned that, well, I always knew I was never a dancer. Now, if you put me in a group and we doing the two-step and that type of thing, Shoot. like, with, like with, the, with the Motown band I was with, now I can do that all day, you know, mm -hmm. all day, every day. Right. But um, I started to learn as time went by, as I gained some confidence in myself, it was able to, I was able to translate that into the stage to the sense where you know you use hand gestures and that type of thing and it helps to be six foot two so i got a little presence <laughs> and um and that's how it developed for me now what i see now i don't know if anybody's actually being taught stage presence nowadays mm -hmm. um there used to be a training almost like a finishing mm -hmm. or, or back in the 60s motown right. they had pretty much a charm school where they taught right. all their artists right. everything mm -hmm. from top to bottom that doesn't exist and I, I think for a lot of reasons you don't have uh, the record company is all about profit right and, uh, as uh, as opposed to performance and not only that the record companies aren't as strong or as prominent anymore in the lives of a lot of the artists so the artists yep. are kind of left kind of like on their own to kind of fend for themselves mm -hmm. from what I see that's my my opinion mm -hmm. alright and, and Phoenix with me um, stage presence I was taught that first Mm -hmm. um, oh great! Before, yeah, it was right. my mom was a, was a jazz <clears throat> singer and oh, there you go. So, presence was was key. That's how you engaged your audience. That's how you got the reaction you wanted to get from the audience, and then from that you vibed off of them. So right. mm -hmm. it was a, a give and take. It was a handoff, pretty much. Right. Um, and if your stage present wasn't presence wasn't there, then your show was shot. Right. So it's to me till this day. Um, I'm going to give my 150% on that stage and, and and I'm gonna make sure you know who I am. That's what stage presence is about. Letting people know, okay, this right here is my platform mm -hmm. and I'm gonna give you all of me on this platform. I'm gonna yeah. give you my presence. Absolutely. It's an excellent way to look at it. Yeah, I like to see people sweat. Hello. Mm -hmm. Like when yeah. I go to shows and stuff and I mean, for me, like I'm a performer and singer, and my one of my cousins, he's like, "Yo, I love performing with you because, like, your stage presence it like encourages me to do better." And my thing is, I was like, I did plays in school, mm. so that's where I kind of got started before so I even did music. So yeah. So being on stage is me is like, all right, here we go. You're right at home. Yeah, I'm right at home. Here we here here we go. I've done improv classes, you know, mm -hmm. for whatever. Mm -hmm. So certain things for me are just like. It's innate. Yeah. I'm right. like, all right, here we go. And I go to shows and and I see shows now and I'm like, yo, I grew up on on the legends. It's so Michael Prince. And then I watch, you know, artists of today. I'm like, I don't I don't feel it. Like like mm. I don't mm -hmm. it's not it's, it's not as entertaining to watch. Right. It's like nothing's memorable about it. It's like, okay, I 
saw that and it's like okay it makes you wonder who are these guys studying yeah who, like, who, who are you studying or and, did and they for, study at all or did they study and but it's crazy you know. because then in like oh. interviews you watch them it's like oh you know my, my inspiration was like michael mm -hmm. it's not the third and it's like well you don't see none where, of that. but you don't see <laughs> none of that <laughs> and i don't expect you to be that's michael because it's they're just supposed to say these things. right that's yeah. right and i feel that right. and i'm like but yeah at the end of the day it's like yo but who did you study like at the mm -hmm. end of the day right. man mm -hmm. like for you to get in this and want to do this and yeah. so yeah that's just the thing i'm like where where is that now? it's like and me growing up i listened i studied i listened to everybody mm -hmm. i've got i've got a mount rushmore of four vocalists but there's just so many others right. and so many groups right they all influenced me in exactly. so many different ways man. right and, and which it what it did with it as a cover artist i have a repertoire that nobody else has mm. um Local, another local great singer, Timmy Meyer, told me that. He said, man, nobody has a repertoire like yours. <laughs> and, and that's why I was having that discussion earlier about mm -hmm. the people or the bands that kind of seem to work off the same playlist. And okay. I ain't that dude. Right. Mm -hmm. You were going to say Phoenix? And it's also when you, when you study these legends, mm -hmm. you see, you know, people think stage presence is the forefront vocalist, uh, band, whatever it is. But you see also in the background, the right. background right. singers, they right. got their routines down pat. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, the, the dancers, yeah. The, yeah. even Everybody. the band themselves. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's all the whole it's team. A it's a right. thing. It, it, they, they contribute everybody to the has stage to be presence. Everybody can, yes, yes, everybody has to be on that same right. vibe. Right. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if you got one off, it's yeah. gonna show. Gonna That's show. a fact, because right. I remember I saw Monica at a, it was called the R&B Love Show. It was at Foxwoods, right? That was recently. Before, I'm going to be honest with you, I was very naive to what an actual background singer was. Because mm. I just thought they were just in the background doing whatever it was. Mm. Monica then brought her background stage singers up front and was like, I need to let y'all hear how they really sound. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And That's always a great part of a concert. And some of them, yeah. And some of them just sounded... One girl was so bad... Monica was like, all right, you can get back to the back now. Oh. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, of course she was joking. I'm pretty yeah, sure they yeah, did yeah. that before. But no, it's just like stage, pre <laughs> <laughs> you know, stage presence is definitely one thing. Mm. I, I call myself the king of karaoke yes. until I met this gentleman. <laughs> and then once I realized like, oh, I need to move a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I said, I'm okay. I, I, I remember it was um, it was a. Uh, Lady Luck. It wasn't Lady Luck when, right. when I when we were there, right. but it was Lady Luck, and I met this man, and I was like, "Yo, like you got some moves, bro." Like you know, <laughs> always show love, never never hate, always show right. love. Funny, right. and it's just like I took that, and I was like, "Yeah, I need to bring my myself up a notch with the, with mm. the karaoke." Yeah. There you go. You know, and on like, a on a personal local musical note, as you speak about background singers, Bridgeport just lost one of the best. The world's best background singers. Who's that? Uh, Jeff Ramsey. Mm. Jeff that Ramsey is a Berkeley uh, uh, college graduate. He was actually presently teaching at Berkeley. I was going to go and mm. sit on sit in on one of his classes. Had him Phenomenal on my radio voice. show last week. Mm -hmm. um, last year, I had him on my radio show. He just passed away about three, four weeks ago. Rest in peace. His friend was in Bridgeport. <clears throat> one of his classmates who uh, he ended up singing background for was Layla Hathaway. Ooh. who I actually had the pleasure of meeting at the funeral. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite know, voices of all circumstances. time. But um, got a chance to tell her that Don, Donnie's on my Mount Rushmore. Mm -hmm. So I've had Donnie on the brain for the last four or five weeks. I'm doing a tribute. 
Nice. I don't know when, but we're going to make it happen. Okay, yeah. so since you said you're doing a Donnie tribute, uh -huh. I need you, for me, to do Someday We'll All Be Free. Oh. Hang on to the world as it spins around. Oh, yeah. You yeah. got it, brother. Yeah, that's already yeah. on that's already on the playlist. Yes, yes that's but, one of um, my favorite records. Jeff also worked with Al Jarreau, who was also on my Mount Rushmore. Ooh. And Jeff is funny, speaking of Al Jarreau, they, I did an Al Jarreau tribute a few weeks uh right after he passed away. I remember that. Wow. And um there was a song that I added to my playlist because I heard the work that Jeff did with the background vocalist, because there was there was no background vocalist with this song. It was a song called Trouble in Paradise. I, it wasn't one of my favorite songs. It is now one of my favorite songs because mm. of the work that Jeff did. And again, he's somebody that I've known ever since he was practically a baby. And I've known his family forever. And the music world, Bridgeport, as well as his family, mm. lost a great soul and a, and a talented, talented brother. Sure enough. Yeah. I actually did an original song off of Donnie's, off of that song from Donnie. Yeah. That really? concept. Yeah. Because wow. okay. I love that song so yeah. much. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a yeah. powerful, powerful. I love yes. when music could just make you just feel so emotional and yeah. just break oh. down. When it can move you. Yes. And R&B does it. Yes. That's right. Well, that's like what... That. That's what, and I don't want to get off topic and onto the other topic, but when you talk about traditional R&B music, music to me in general, whenever, if you go on my website, Phoenix Fire, you'll see up there, I put Phoenix Fire is not a genre, she's a vibe. Mm. Okay. Because I am not boxed in to somebody's genre. That's I can sing about. whatever I want That's to sing as long about. as I can yes. feel yes. it. Right. Yes. Yes. yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I can I can dig that because I, I run across people people that will put me in a box just like they have tried to put most singers in a box. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're a Motown singer. Right. No. <laughs> you're a jazz singer. No. You're an R and B singer. You know, you're an old school singer. No. I do all those things. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm not even I'm a singer. Saying. I'm a vocalist. Oh there yeah. you go. There because you go. what I'm yeah. gonna do is I'm gonna vocalize the feeling that I've internalized and I now want you to see and feel. Right. Matter of fact, most of the time, I don't normally refer to myself as a singer. I usually tell people I'm a vocalist. So, yes. Yeah. I'm an impressionist. <laughs> like, I just, I hear it and I mimic it and I do it. That's, that's the how, only reason That's how I, I started singing, actually, by really? mimicking voices as a child. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember about eight, nine years old trying to get my Dennis Edwards Temptation voice on. <laughs> you know? Can't get next to you now. Can't get next to you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was always Patty for me. I, I was... She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, Let me tell you. Man. When I, when I was able to do Patty, because it took me a minute. I, I, oh, I will admit, it took me a minute. Uh -huh. When I was able to do Patty some justice... Couldn't tell her nothing. Y'all need to hear her no. if you only knew. Somebody left you, baby. You need to hear her <laughs> if you only knew. <laughs> yeah. oh, can we get a taste? If uh, only you know how much I do to love you. Oh, yeah. Yes. Come on now. Yeah. Okay. All right now, no. we got the right guest on today. I, listen, we uh, listen. We did good. Yeah. <laughs> we did good. We did good on it. Yeah, yeah man. But uh, back to stage presence. I remember I was listening because I haven't been to to see this particular artist. Um, 
why does her name escape me right now? The one uh, that did the song with Usher that we like. Summer oh, Walker. Summer, Summer Walker. Walker. Thank oh. you. I keep wanting to call her August for some reason. But yes, yeah, Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how they went to a Summer Walker show and she was just sitting there on a bench just like singing the song just just like i'm sitting right now poor posture just singing at some point she pulled her phone out of her pocket start looking at her phone it's like like she worked at mcdonald's wow we don't pay a hundred dollars to come and just see you exactly just sit there and sing like you don't want to be here i know for damn sure i didn't like like i said i've seen i can I've seen New Edition. I've seen Boys to Men. I've seen John B. I've seen Robin Thicke. I've seen Jennifer Hudson. I've actually seen Boys to Men twice. I've seen Maxwell. Mm. Um, I've seen Kanye. I've seen Prince. Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. Thank I'm still jealous. Yo, about I, that. Think, I, 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 I hate. How you forget you seen your man? I've seen Prince five <laughs> Bruno. Oh, I was about to. I was about to oh, say. Okay. Oh, I've seen Bruno. Yes. And all of those. And every last one of those guys in those performances. It's like I'll never forget each performance that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like I will never forget it. Like right. Prince's was dope. I remember from beginning to end yes. mm. how it started, how it ended. Oh yeah. Um, with Bruno, like because even though, like I'm a fan, like when I go see these people, I try to like I'll put all that behind me and I'll mm-hmm. go as an artist. Right. right. And yeah. like I'll be like, okay, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like I'm watching you as a performer because I'm like, yo, I do this and I want to be where you at. And I want to be. You're learning. Yeah, so yeah. I'm learning. So like I, when I went to see Bruno, because that was like the last concert I saw out of Madison Square Garden. I was like, I walked in them doors and I sat down, and from the moment he came out, I'm like, these are some bad boys. Mm-hmm. And like I tell people, I'm like, if you like, I know Bruno's the face. I was like, but yo, his hooligans. Mm-hmm. Great. Them boys are bad. Hey, but shout out. <laughs> like, them boys are off the chain. When Banana. I went to see Prince, I was like, yo, what? And at the time, like, he was like, I think when I saw him, it was in 2010. So he's like, uh, early 50s. And I was like, yo, this dude's crazy because it was like they were playing, the DJ's playing his hits and a mix of them. And then all you hear, like, we're screaming, you see the, the, the symbol. And then all you hear from like the background, he just goes, "Y'all done screaming yet?" Because <laughs> I got too many hits, and I'm sitting there I'm like, "God damn it, he's right." <laughs> like I can't, like shit, like I, he just I missed that. Who you talking about? Oh, we were talking about uh, the concerts I've been to, and I was like, "I've been, oh, okay. I've seen Prince, New Edition, oh, yeah. Bruno, I've seen A Boy to Men twice, and all of these guys in their own right because they're all different mm-hmm. for the Absolutely. most part, but their stage presence is is I'll never forget." You know the things mm-hmm. that I seen them do, like when I saw Boys to Men at the BB King's uh, Bar and Grill, like when they I sung, yeah, I really mm-hmm. do too. Oh, me too. They had some yeah. great shows, yeah. yeah. And um, they had sung, uh, "I'll Make Love to You," mm-hmm. and I'm like, but the way they did it then, I was like, can y'all like record that and put it on wax? Hello. I love because live the albums. shit you just did live. <laughs> I don't even want the. I want yeah. the I don't want the recorded version yeah, no I more. Love live like, albums. what the fuck was that? Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, how did y'all do that? I've seen Floetry. I've been to uh, see Floetry before, and like after listening to them live, you don't even want to hear the album anymore. It wow, changes like things, that. and it's like, yo, and and that's what I go to now. Marshall's awesome. Yeah, yeah. When, when I go to see shows now, I'm like, if I listen to you live, can I be like? Okay, I'm listening to the record too. Mm-hmm. Like with Boys to Men, for sure, that's what it was. Like when I first saw them, like I was like, 
Oh, so that was you on that part. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, Sean. Wanye, that was definitely yeah. you. Yep, Nate. Yep. Okay. Like y'all ain't no difference from what I'm hearing live. I mean, you can kind of hear the, the difference in their yeah. voices. Though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's like just to hear them live do it. I yeah, was like, yeah, oh yeah. shit. Like there's no there ain't nothing shaking. And now it's like, okay, like you said, you went to see summer. And she just kind of like lacks. I yeah. remember I heard um, somebody told me they went to see uh, Bryson Tiller up at a... Uh, I saw Bryson at Toad's Place. Toad's Place. I think it was you who was telling me. But it was somebody else that told me that he was up there. He only did like three songs because he was like... He, he said he had, he had a, a strep throat that night. Right. But I'm like, dude, like nothing... You're not... He was on stage for a total of 20 minutes. Right. But it's not like any mm -hmm. of And there was songs, no opening act. Right. And none of his songs contain a lot. Right. It's like I've heard Johnny Gill with phlegm and congestion right. sing my 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 on right. the radio Hello. and he mm. fought through it and he can run you out the water. What you do yeah. drink some water don't <laughs> get some fisherman's friends clear mm -hmm. that out <laughs> come on people pay 80 bucks to see you bro exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean listen man and Toast Place to... was packed that night because he was, was the hottest thing at that time right and why so, do you think he has drifted down so much because mm -hmm. it's like it's only but so much you're gonna get exactly. he's one dimensional and I've exactly. seen I've seen clips of his performance and I'm like yeah okay so you you just stand there you just, and you just went to see you might walk back there, and forth might walk back yeah. and then from the clips I saw I was like this man is y'all singing his song more singing the more song than more he than is. is yeah exactly but see, this couldn't is, be me <laughs> this is why I love to go back to old school because right. you went to a Janet Jackson concert Ooh, yes you Ooh. went to I'm a, I'm a even put Patty out there because she even kicked off her shoes and rolled around mm -hmm. on the floor a little. <laughs> Come something. on, give me some. You know what I'm saying? Look at Teddy Word. Pendergrast. He had you all ready to women throw off <laughs> yeah, throwing the panties on the stage. Yeah. Men was taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he had you up in there. You he he would talk soft to you. His stage presence was just like you know. Turn off the lights. And hey. women was like, oh. And then he's like, turn them off. And you're like, okay. We're the lights. We're the lights. We're the Turn it off. Let's take a shower. You know what I'm saying? Shower together. This is what he had stage Rub presence, not only on stage, but you heard it through the radio, through his yeah, records. Right, you right. heard the his rawness. presence all around. Absolutely. Not yeah. just when you were physically seeing him. Yeah, Teddy was wrong. Not, Janet Jackson, you heard her presence on her records when you went to see her you were just blown away yes and you're like you're still blown away because she speaks like oh exactly she can whisper to me all day and then when she's on stage it's like who what the hell who's that but you know what that was that was a thing with that family because it was that family it was the same way Latoya do you mind if I come down there they're so demure to you but you know I'm gonna baby like, they was just a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, what happened? <laughs> there was just an interview with Mike Tyson recently where he was talking about Mike Michael Jackson. He said, uh -huh. he said that voice that Michael Jackson used, he didn't use that voice around me. His voice was much deeper than you think. <laughs> <laughs> you said Mike Tyson. Mike, yeah, he's Mike, Mike Tyson said it about you Michael mean, Jackson. You like that voice that Michael Jackson used. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't like that all the time. <laughs> Let me leave. It was ecstatic. <laughs> He even got a stage presence. I went to his one man show. <laughs> Mike Tyson? Yeah, he was like, yo, when Robin was fucking with that pretty ass white boy, <laughs> Brad Pitt. 
ain't know whether to fight him or fuck him. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like some Mike <laughs> shit, <right? laughs> Yes. Wow. Oh, yes. My oh my God. See, there you go. But it's all about stage presence. It's all about stage presence. Even with rappers, yo. Mm-hmm. When Kanye came out, before Kanye came out, rapper stage presence was trash unless it was mm. like Bustin' Rhymes. A tribe called Quest. Heavy D. Or you know they what I'm just saying? bring the old niggas rap. up on the yeah. stage. Those who rap. Up on the stage and, and, and think that's present. Because back in the 80s, Early like late '80s to early '90s, you needed stage presence, so you were getting necessity. booed off stage. Yeah, it was Big Daddy came doing the split. Heavy it, it was it was gangster Heavy rap D? that came and made like dancing and stuff no longer like cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah let's. Heavy D came out there. Oh, what? and all his two hundred plus, three hundred plus. And was new j- in a new jack swing. He can, out, he can outdance me. Yeah. He could definitely outdance me. I know he can outdance me. <laughs> I don't know if he can outdance me. Uh, <laughs> I'll keep up. I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> Even six feet under, he can outdance me. Facts. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man. This grandma could dance her ass. Hey now. <laughs> That's a fact. Oh, oh, Anytime we in a, any party, she always right next to me, just oh, yeah. getting it at it. Well, I was a dancer before. Um, well, no, let me not say that. I was singing before I was dancing, but okay. I did dance before I actually yeah. went into singing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, uh, that's how I started off. I started off dancing. Yeah. So, I mean, I got got a little, you know, put a little weight on. Yeah. So I might not be as nimble as I used to be, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Uh, but let's move on to this next topic right about indeed. traditional R&B because we did you know, put our toe in that water real quick. We yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's get back to it. Because um, things have changed, right? Yeah. Um, R&B and rap, you kind of can't tell the difference between the two anymore. It's blurred. No, you can't. Uh, right. Blurred, <laughs> blurred lines, lines, as they say. <laughs> blurred lines, as they blurred say. Lines. And it's just like, so people have more or less forgotten what traditional R&B is. Right. And sometimes I even wonder, like, can I even answer that question? Like, what is traditional R and B? Um, oh, I can answer. That's I'm about to bring you that that bring that question over to you. Oh, I can. So let's let's. What, what is traditional R and B to you? Traditional R and B are rhythm. Mm-hmm. You think of moving. To move, you need to feel something. I'm gonna bring it back to feeling. B, blues. Once again. Blues is a feeling. I mean, you feeling mm-hmm. the blue. If you're blue, you're feeling the blues and you singing, you know, my mama left me, my daddy left me, my dog mm-hmm. left me. You're, it's a feeling. R&B music, traditional R&B music was that feeling. And I'm going to say for black people that we couldn't get it out any other way. All we knew to do mm-hmm. was to hum mm-hmm. or or him give a hymn mm-hmm. or or uh, a, a a scat skidded it at yeah, you didn't even have the words I'm so you talking just back those origins go back to yes. slavery time yes. mm-hmm. that was that's traditional r and b music mm-hmm. stuff that you were feeling inside and you didn't have no therapist you ain't have no Ritalin. Mm-hmm. You ain't have no, you know, lithium. Lexapro. Didn't nobody know what no bipolar was. That's right. The way you you healed that I'm was singing. through singing. You got in a circle. Y'all all sang together. You danced. You felt that. Facts. That's traditional R and B. 
Mm. When you can feel it in your soul and it makes your bones move, that's traditional R&B. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's true. There's there's definitely the emotional component is so strong. Uh, I know for me, I think about how I learned how to sing and I learned... You know, people are quick to say, oh, you learned how to sing in church. No, no, I didn't. Mm, really? I learned at home. I learned at home listening mm. to records. I, mm. My mother had 45s. I'm listening to so many B-sides. That, mm. I think that's what happened. That's how I built up my repertoire. Mm. Okay. But I went from... In my mama's kitchen cooking biscuits. Yeah, I went from... I went from <laughs> Pastor P is I like you used to <laughs> I, went from, uh, I went from early Motown with the Temptations. And then, then when the Jackson 5 hit the scene, it was all over. Yeah. And, mm. and I just... Just listening to records, that was a that was a that was like going to study hall for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I started to perform, I had a wealth of knowledge just by being influenced by all these different artists, mm-hmm. and it was a lot easier than I thought it was. It wasn't. It was never easy, but the response that I got when I first hit the stage was was a great response for the most part. So I said, okay, I think I'll be okay here. And here I am, thirty eight years later, a lot of bumpy roads. Um, no, I haven't blown up, and I don't care about that. I'm just glad I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. And I know I've got a lot more to offer. Mm. And unfortunately, this marketplace doesn't really allow me to show people what I can really do. Mm. Right. You know, because there's always an emphasis on, you know, like I saw, like I said, it's the Mustang Sally circuit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Matter That's- of fact, somebody asked me to sing Treasure last night. Mm. What? By like, Bruno? Yeah. I was like, uh, not even his I name. don't know right. that. It's not my range, and I don't know that song. So, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't That's interesting. <laughs> That's how I got into singing background for, literally, for Shaka Khan. She heard me singing uh, Strange Fruit, mm. and then she heard me singing um, My Baby Don't Care For Me by mm-hmm. Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she asked, she's like, who was that, who was that singing this song? And when they told her who I was, and when they told her my age, because I was very young, when they told her my age, they was like, how does this young girl know these songs? Again, my mother, right? I'm in the kitchen cooking with her. This is what she sang. This is the records she put mm-hmm. on. So this is what I knew. This was natural to me. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, what are you talking about? This, this other, I don't know any other music. Right. And when she, she was like, she couldn't believe it at first. She um asked them to bring me up to her 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 hotel room and she was like were you the girl singing such i was like yes you know i'm a little starstruck some young right mm-hmm. i was like yeah you know <laughs> and she's like can you sing it for me again so i did it when somebody asked me to sing i'm 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 a sing mm. so i started singing for her and she's like she looks at her manager at the time and she's like i want her as a background vocal okay now i said oh, right on. <laughs> <laughs> she said if you know these songs and you can sing them and and, and do with them what because i was put, doing them my way I, yeah, all, right. I always sing a song my way right. i'm not going to always sing it the same way you right. hear it sung on the radio right. or how exactly. it's on vinyl because i'm gonna put that phoenix fire twist on it but it's music nowadays don't get me wrong you have some artists that are are trying mm-hmm. they're really trying and they're they're putting sounds out there however if you're talking about that traditional R&B, that's where these new sounds are building off of. So you, this traditional R&B is not going anywhere. It just needs to be resurfaced. All right. Because it's it's being covered under all this uh, this auto-tune and all this... Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> 
and, and I'm hearing artists who don't even need to use that. Yes. Right. And they're using it. And for what? I um sorry to bring it up again, Summer Walker. I, I like I randomly I was like you know what I haven't heard her album yet because I think you and I were talking about her album yeah uh, luck and um, so I was like I haven't listened to it yet other than that one song that we like yeah. so let me go back and listen to it and I'm like the girl has a voice why are they putting auto tune on these songs because she can actually sing yeah. when she tries yeah but they're putting auto tune on her voice un- unnecessarily the same way. You know, um, like we had Shay Boogie on here and I spoke to Alicia about the song that she was on. She was like, I don't know why they put autotune on my voice, but, you know, it's what they did. not like, yeah, because it wasn't necessary. Yeah, like I, I heard a I heard a basketball player who could actually sing Victor, Ola, Victor Oladipo. Yes, 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 yes. Did a, yes. Did a version of Donny Hathaway as a song for you. Mm. Autotunes. Why? What? Mm. Not on Donny That's I wasn't like, feeling that's that. blasphemous. I, I love Victor, but, but I wasn't why? feeling that. Because that's what Expectations, the record right? company yes. and society says. This is what we this want to hear now. Mm-hmm. So this is what we got to do. And so the record companies and the promoters and listen, we got to do this because this is this is what's selling. Right. A lot of people. That's why a lot of artists are going uh, independent, independent. Yeah. Yeah. because yeah. a lot of these record companies they have are, flavor flavor artists. Yeah, they're they're telling them this is what you got to do, otherwise we don't want you. Right. And and you know what? I give it up to the artists mm-hmm. like myself. I give it up to the artists that say, "Well, then you know what? You have a nice life." <coughs> that's why I'm gonna go over here and do this. It that's might take me a little longer. That's why I love the indie artists, man. Yes. And, yeah. And you're gonna get, you're gonna continually be my go-to guy for all the independent soul and R&B. I appreciate that. Cuz I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to be hitting you up. Oh, okay. I'm, look, I'm looking to hear some more Ero and all that good stuff. Uh-oh. Yeah. Right. I got to get on the list. Oh, yeah, 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 I miss my WPKN days sometimes, yeah. but you know, uh they they had me on the graveyard shift and I couldn't, you and, know. And I'm I'm next to the graveyard shift, right. so I'm, I'm I'm kind of getting to a point where, you know, I may have to make some decisions. Yeah, they didn't I'm they didn't want to wanna, they didn't want to give me an earlier slot. Yeah. And there's, some, there's some other people. I just pe- came from volunteering. From Did, I see you wearing the pin. There's some <laughs> other people. There's some other people getting earlier slots that don't look like us. That, that, that's what it is. It's yeah. That, yeah. I'm not gonna go too far into no, that. I'm not but sure. yeah, that's, that's why I left. <laughs> that's why I left. I was like, oh, yeah. so you know, you got these. Because when they when they gave me my slot, they were like, we're just happy to have someone that's not a 60 plus year old white man mm. on the station. <laughs> like they said that oh, to me. Oh, they got plenty of those. They said that to my face. And then when I'm like, okay. And they ain't going nowhere either. Right. And then I'm like, but you got me on from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Ain't nobody my age up listening to the radio right. at this time. Yeah. Right. You know, but Black. yeah, he over here, DJ yeah, DW is over here. What happened with groups? Oh, we, uh, we gonna we gonna get hold there. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, we're gonna get there because I still wanna let explain about my traditional R and B experience. Okay, come on now. Oh, right. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and I need to hear yours as well. Okay. You know what I mean? So with me, traditional R and B is like I said, if it make me cry mm. and just my emotions are over the place, that's traditional R and B. Stevie Wonder. I just found this album maybe like a year ago. Which one, brother? Tell me. Oh, man. What's it oh, called? I've, it had the record on there, Sweet Little Girl. I know which one you're oh, talking yeah. about. Oh, oh that's music. That's my favorite. Music of my mind. Music yeah. of my mind. Okay. My favorite all-time. Stevie Wonder's my all-time Listen. favorite. Superwoman is my all-time favorite song. Very well. Mm. 
I believe I know you very well. Come on now. We're sitting you knew me too very well. And I think I can deal with everything going through your head. Come on, y'all. Wasn't, wasn't that your last one? wants to be a superwoman. <laughs> yes. I'd bust a bull around. Man, the changes he does. Then it, then it goes into, when the summer came, you were not around. Now the summer's gone and love could not be found. Where were you when I needed you last winter? My love. And see, and and he made that album. That was his that was his first independent album. <laughs> when he was going from the little Stevie Wonder mode and he he went to Barry Gordy and said, Hey man, we gotta do, redo this contract. I want my independence. I'm twenty one now. Yeah. That was the first album. After that was wow. Talking Book, wow. Inner Visions, Ooh, fulfilling, this, book? fulfilling this first finale, and then Songs in the Key of Life. Those those were listen, the Listen, Key of Life. We don't yeah. give he needs. We need to hear more Stevie, man. Yes. We need to hear Absolutely. more Stevie. And the sad thing is, I said to these gentlemen last night, you know, we're not going to hear more Stevie until he's gone. Back. You know, because he's protecting himself for the art. That's that traditional R and B. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, even Drew Hill, fifth grade, I shouldn't have been singing them damn songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should not have been singing them songs. But I tell you what, when it came to girls and candy. <laughs> I was singing them songs, uh-huh. sleeping in my bed. Bruh. Hey, now. Listen. 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 Sleeping in my bed. I slept with my grandmother. Somebody <laughs> sleeping. I was singing it, and I'm, I'm sleeping next to my grandmother. God rest her soul. You know what I mean? So it's just like, listen, man. Traditional R&B really needs to come back. And I think it's on the way of trying to do that, you know, but... Mm-hmm. We'll see. You know what, though? Traditional R&B, it, it said what you didn't have the nerve to say. Yeah. Bingo. Whether you was trying mm-hmm. to get the girl, the guy, whether you was Bingo. angry at your, yeah. you know, your mama, your dad, mm-hmm. it said what you was afraid to say. Because, you know, mm-hmm. as kids, we had respect back then, so you wouldn't dare... Exactly. All up to your mama yeah. and daddy, yeah. but a song <laughs> yeah. that you nah. can go in your Facts. room uh-huh. and throw on that forty-five, right? And be, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Or even like you said, like we we trying to get the nerve to talk to that girl. Oh yeah, you get that yeah, song. It's like yo, that's back it. in the, back in the days, hey. you made a mixtape. There, there you was go. A song. <laughs> there there you was go. there was a song that was perfect for that song called by the Intruders called "I Want to Know Your Name." There you go. Mm. I want to know your name. Yep. Oh, you look so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, those were those blue light in the basement songs mm-hmm. they play at the parties. Mm-hmm. Oh, Man. we need more, yo. We need to throw a blue light basement party. Mm, I like that idea. We need I'm to down. Throw, we need to throw. A I've been blue light I've been trying to party. do an R and B event for so long. Hey, I'm around. Long as y'all play Mickey Howard. Oh, we can't forget come about Smokey Robinson either. Oh, come mm. on. Quiet Storm? Ooh. Yeah, that's another Did one. That's, on, that bro. that's on my playlist, yeah. too. Yeah. Talking about it. Yes. Your I do that love one. is real. Oh, my boy. My and you know what, too? Even, I need to find out who I need to write. Because even with, I find it with karaoke, you would think that more karaoke um, platforms would have this. A traditional R&B music. You like sometimes I'll ask you DJ know, Slim. 
DJ Slim, you know, do you have such and such a song? Do you have this song? He's like, no. Or he has to go digging deep. Yeah. To, and he'll yeah. get the instrumental, but not yeah. he don't have the words that'll pop. You can thank the record company for that. There was a time, there was a time in the 90s, uh, Tiff, where I was doing a lot of track stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would buy a lot of these karaoke tapes and CDs. Mm-hmm. Stevie had a lot of stuff on karaoke. Yes. Oh, yeah. Some of it was cheesy. Some of it was really good. Yeah. But you know who really had some good material? He had just broke out in the early 90s and was doing his thing. Uh, my man, Will Downing. Oh. I did a lot of Will Downing stuff yes. um, based on tracks. And I ended up doing, you know, That's stuff a throwback right there. as well. But I did yes. a lot of Will Downing stuff back, back then. Now they have, I mean... In certain genres of music, they do carry. I see karaoke has a lot, like the mm-hmm. jazz. They have the Sarah Vaughn, Ella Fitzgerald, yeah, a lot of Diana traditional, Washington. Yes. They have all of those. But when you get to R and B, it's like no, they don't. Skin and bones. They don't get. Yeah. They got the basics. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, top it's, forty. Hey, you, you got no. If you listen to the tracks, mm-hmm. they don't match the voice of the R and B, so that's no, they why don't. they don't really have it. Yeah. And also, record companies <laughs> jumped on it quick. Like, listen. <laughs> If y'all want these records, mm-hmm. y'all need to pay us. Yes. So it, that's why you don't get that many karaoke records like that anymore. Exactly. It's starting to come back a little bit more because it's starting to be more mainstream, but it's hard. It's very How Sebastian hard. does it, shout out to him. However he does it, I don't know, but he got... Shout out to DJ Artisan. Yes. Yes. DJ Artisan. Like, he has so many records. Like, I'll be like, hey, man, you got... He's like, nah, but I'll make it. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And that's what he... He makes it. And that's what you have to do nowadays. You have to go inside of a studio with a live band Mm -hmm. and make your own own tracks. Um, Damn. This will this will make you laugh, uh, Denzel. You okay. you were mentioning my 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 earlier. Yeah, I remember back in in the nineties buying a uh, a karaoke track for my my my. Okay, and listening to the background and, and the guy singing. Instead of them singing my my my, they should have been singing wide wide wide. Oh my gosh. Yo, yo, they were. I know those. I've heard those. Oh my god. Okay. I'm like, hold on, Drew Hill don't sound like this. Y'all familiar with the song Otis, right? Um, that Jay Z and Kanye West had did, where they did the Otis, and you know how they had that scream at the end. So when you hear the karaoke version, that's why I sing it that way when I do it. But when you hear this karaoke version, it goes, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I'm like, oh no, you need to cut that down. I will do it my damn self. Oh my goodness. That's craziness. And it's sometimes you can because what I do, I find a lot um when I when I get the karaoke, because I'll do just for fun, I'll buy the vocals and the, the karaoke version of a song. Just so I could hear the vocal. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, no. Uh-uh. It's like you you know in Bodyguard when the girl was trying to sing the Whitney song? Yeah. yeah. And she just was not doing justice, you know. <laughs> it was like, it's it's like I bought I, Jennifer Hudson. Um, and I am telling you. Mm-hmm. So the vocalists they have singing it, they <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they they just needed somebody and 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 just put mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. on there, but yeah. you know she she basically you could tell she was reading some notes. Yeah. That's, uh, you, just, she, you can tell mm-hmm. when someone's reading lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, just, oh, you can tell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, let me tell you, reading music is my first language, not English. Okay. Music is my first language. You cut me, I believe musical notes. Mm-hmm. So I understand. Nice. I understand reading music. However. 
you can read music and still ad lib in there. Right. As you, you know, as long as you know, now if you're reading music, I'm going to assume, you know, measures and, and you know, beats and you know, okay, this is 16 beats per measure here. This is okay. This is. So if you know, you have 16 beats in this one measure and you have uh, 10, 11 notes, you got room in there for some yeah. ad leaven. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, you don't have to stick with, okay, A, C, E, B, D, F. <laughs> Everything seems like I'm, robotic now, like yes. what be. Like it's like you try to be so like perfect. Right. And like with R&B for like as far as traditional R&B for me like mm-hmm. I was talking to my boy Robbie Jenkins who we had on an earlier show we used to tour with Love Surface. Him. Yeah, so you know Robbie, yeah, I know Robbie. from Stanford. Yeah, so mm-hmm. and we were talking we were like I love like listening to R&B and and stuff from back in the day because there were imperfections in there. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can hear them and it didn't make a difference because right. no, it, it didn't was like that's just the feeling. Right. But like yeah. we spoke about this and it's like yo with Mary it's like I never put Mary on a, up there with Whitney. I like but we love Mary because we felt Mary. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like we knew like you Yeah, she's a to, yeah. she's a, I've, I've never yeah. I've never been a huge fan of Mary but she's an emotional power. Right. Yes. Right. You know, yes, we can is. listen and to And I understand the love that she yeah. gets. I truly understand. You that. can hear a Mary record you be like, "Oh, she was a little flat there." Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it ain't matter cuz it's like shit what she yeah. said when she was right, flat. Right, God right. damn it. I felt See, it. this is probably why it's probably why she was flat cuz she had to say it. She had to say <laughs> it. And it was like, "Shit, it hurt me." But we loved it and I think like that's what where traditional R&B for me is just the emotion. Like right now, you know, to quote uh, my man's Frank Ocean, mm-hmm. he said every single record, auto tune in zero motion, computed emotion, pitch corrected, computed emotion. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I came from an era like my man uh, Lucky had. I have a Drew Hill. The first Drew Hill record I ever heard was um, We're Not Making Love No More mm-hmm. in 97 because my dad had the Soul Food cassette tape. Ah. And, my sister bought me that for Christmas. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm like six, seven at the time, probably turning seven. And I'm singing that song like I done been through it. Mm. And I'm mm. like, but I'm seven. Right, right. I don't know what the hell. I ain't never <laughs> yeah. experienced this shit, but, it just, but they are singing the hell out of this shit. And it's making me feel just to go, like, just go to I show don't, you. yeah, like. The, seed, the seeds were planted. They were in you. I was like, right, yo, right, I right. need um, this. Um, uh, well, my grandma, when I was five, it was Al Green. She mm. said I would get an attitude <laughs> with her if I had to go anywhere with her and I, she didn't play Love and Happiness. Mm. She's like, if I skipped <laughs> over this song or didn't play, she's like, you would get upset. I'm, I'm like, gonna make it do wrong. Make it do right. Hey. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Three, two, one. Love and happiness. You can talk to the song. Talk to, where at? <laughs> what he do? What Grit. time was it? What's what? going on? You already know something wrong because it's three o'clock in the morning. It's three o'clock in the morning. You know, you know what's happening at three o'clock in the morning. Grits are on the stove. <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning. Talking about <laughs> they a little hot. She's gonna pour them on my back. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about, Denzel, when you talk about singing songs mm-hmm. at a young age. Because right. again, when my mama would put on Nancy Wilson. Mm. She put on this one song. I'll never Rest forget in peace. it. Oh my gosh. Never. I still get very emotional to this day. Uh, because 
when my mom passed away, I was playing the song for her. It's called 10 Good Years oh, wow. by Nancy mm. Wilson. And she's talking about women have 10 good years. Um, you know, you run away with the dentist and all of a sudden the dentist sends you a note saying he going back to his wife and this, <laughs> that, and the third. I was all of maybe 10. Wow. But I knew that song by heart. Exactly. And I would I would put on a show for my mother and father talking about he going back to his wife. <laughs> and, and they would sit there because she sang it with emotion. And that's yeah. what... And my mother was like, this girl don't know what she's talking about. But you know what? She feel that emotion in the song. Absolutely. Like, you feel it. And it's like, it's something that you can't shake. And every day I talk to my people, my young friends, and I'm like, yo, I listen to New York because they try to kill it. He's like, yo, you don't like listening. I was like, I do. Mm-hmm. I try, you know, I listen to the new artists. I, I think like, Michael Jackson made it okay for all of us because of the emotion right. that he had when he was six, seven, eight years old. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for him it to like, talk about love in that way, to sing about it in that way, yeah. and to make it believable right. to grown folks, even, it was phenomenal. Uh, what did what they say? She's out of my life wasn't even him. He didn't write it. But it was this white guy that wrote it, and they said in the middle of the recording session, like he broke down and cried mm. yeah. just from the the topic matter of the song. So, yeah. like I grew yeah. up on emotion. So when I listen to R and B now, I'm like, yeah, the words may be right, like the words can hit and be like, oh, yo, that's the true thing. But I'm like, but the emotion ain't conveyed. So it's like, mm. it's I'm gonna miss it. Like even the ad libs, I told somebody, I was like, yo, when you listen to. Uh, End of the road oh. when uh, my man Wanya, he was like, Oh my god, oh my god, oh yeah, little baby, baby. I was like, I felt that mm-hmm. more than most of the songs out here now. So mm-hmm. I'm like, Yo, what, like, what mm-hmm. happened? Like, I miss this shit. Yeah, like, I want, I want that emotion back. So, like, now, like, I got my little cousin who's nine, he listens to the old school, so it's like, he, he feels it. Like he listened to Evelyn Champagne King, oh, yeah. like, and he's nine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. His he said his wow. theme song is Sensitivity by uh-huh. Rob Tresvant. Uh-huh. So like, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying. So we need that back. And it's like with R&B, that's the traditional love. It that emotion, no matter what age, you just gonna feel it. Mm-hmm. No matter what, yeah. you like, Yo, I don't know what these dudes is going through, but mm. I feel for them. Exactly. <laughs> like, I feel for them. Exactly. Yeah. Smooth. Before we continue, you yeah. know, I just wanna. Give a pleasure to have oh, a Miss yes. Phoenix Fire. We're about to. She's Thank about to leave us okay, for the day. Okay, no problem. Unfortunately, Thank you for coming but through. just to have you for as long as we oh. did, we definitely got to have you back. Please oh, yeah. do. You know, because yeah. I know you got some stuff coming up. But before you do go, let the people know where they can reach you at. Oh, you can reach me Phoenix Fire Diva Instagram. That's also uh, Facebook. My website phoenixfiradiva.org. Um, hit me up. I'm, I'm, I answer everything personally. Um, if you want to just chat or you want to hire me for something, come holler at me. Every month I have a, a showcase at Roman Tequila downtown Bridgeport. So you can uh, find me there. My next one is March 20th. Um, and just uh, keep looking out. I love the support. Thank you so much, everyone, for your love and support. It's, it's over overwhelming and, and I'm loving it. Yes, thank you for coming. Yeah, no, thank you for thank coming you. through. Definitely. One of these days we'll get to sing again. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to be there for that. And bring the house yeah, down. Facts. Yeah. I definitely want to be there for fire and desire. How come you ain't nobody called me? I, listen, man, man I it was know. it was impromptu. <laughs> impromptu. I we, love that shit. We didn't even know we were gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, that's the ain't know they was gonna be in the same building at the <laughs> same time. You were cold as ice. <laughs> long ago. Long ago. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
Baby, <laughs> yes, I wasn't very, very, very nice, you know. <laughs> my joint. That's my <laughs> joint, right? All right now, peace, peace. Just seeing you. You know what I mean? So that's that's that, and I mean, yeah. So we're gonna talk about why mm. these groups is. Yeah, I mean, because it's hurting me, man. Well, let's 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 talk about what brought us in to this this uh topic. Okay. Mm. Um. So, somebody posted a picture of uh, Drew Hill. Right. Uh, Drew Hill's been going through the motions these last couple years, mm-hmm. um, adding members and members leaving, and they replace him with somebody else. And then it's been like a shuffle. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, Drew, like, you can never keep up with the members of Drew Hill because every time another album comes out, it's somebody different, it's somebody different on the cover. Mm-hmm. The only you know consistent <laughs> you know is, is Cisco. Um, Jazz is coming left a couple times. Woody is coming left a couple times. They had Teo. Yep. Um, he was the the last before they got smoking black. He mm-hmm. was like the the most recent addition and the youngest addition mm-hmm. at the time. So, um, then you got you know issues with a new addition. Mm-hmm. You know, they keep coming and going and, you know, leaving and coming back. And, you know, it's 112, 112, Jagged Edge, Jagged Edge. I think one of the members is now in jail. Yeah, I think the common denominator in all of these cases, from my own personal experience, is ego. OK, mm-hmm. let's let's get into that. That's so what, what's let's, let's you know if it's not the common denominator, it's definitely the dominant denominator. <laughs> All right. So why do you why do you say that? Can you you know go into that I a little think bit deeper? A lot of it is historical. A lot of it's systemic. Obviously, we especially when you have a group of men of color mm-hmm. or females as well, we've been taught systemically to be opposed to one another. So it's very easy to get into an ego thing in a music situation because when you start to when you start to mix in the adulation aspect mm-hmm. and the attention that you get from people, that can play on your ego if you're not grounded and strong enough. You nobody come to see you, Otis. And a lot of these <laughs> and a lot of these cats, a lot of these cats are not grounded that way. Now, even if they are, they still have to encounter it from somebody who may not be as grounded as they are. Right, right. I know I've had to deal with that myself locally. Right. I had a singer, I was in a band, a hugely popular band about a decade ago. Mm-hmm. I had a cat come up to me, the other singer that I, was, that I shared the stage with came to me and said, I'm jealous of you because you got what I want. The only thing is, the only thing is he sounded like Step and Fetch it when he said it. <laughs> Because wow. he was that type of cat. <laughs> wow. Explain who Step and Fetch It is for those who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Step and, Fetch it, Step, Step and Fetch It was Lincoln Perry, who uh, got rich playing subservient roles as a waiter or a busboy. Mm-hmm. Any, any degrading role uh, thrust upon a black man in the early 1900s. Yeah. And he, his name, his stage name was Step and Fetch It, as in step over here, boy, and fetch that. Right, me. right, yep. right. So hence the name Step and Fetch It. But this brother said, you got what I want. Oz is a jealous of you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm exaggerating okay. a little bit. I was but like, but that's he, how you but heard he, it. But yeah. he may as well have said those, said it in, um, said it that <laughs> I way. I like you. I yeah, but there's you. there's definitely there's definitely some some ego stuff and ego and jealousy stuff that continues to pervade 
the music uh, circles, whether it be locally or nationally or worldwide. Like I know for um, the trio, next. Okay. That was one of the issues mm. because you know RL was starting to get looked at. Yeah, I did see that for more for more solo. Right, right, right. Things and you know he did the we can't be friends with Deborah Cox and then of course he went off and did the uh, uh, the song with Case Tyrese and and uh, and Genuine best for, man for best man. So there was that oh he thinks he's better because he's, he think he's bigger than the group. Yeah, and yeah. he was like that was never the case. It was just like it's work. Mm-hmm. But that's gotta- I can't help the fact that they're coming to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it's no disrespect to y'all. Right. right. It's just they're coming to me to do this work. And he was on, um, he was the voice on Tupac's um, Until the End of Time. Yeah, right, right. So it was like he was getting work. And it's like y'all feeling away because of that. It's like, yo, just be happy for your brother because it's not like he wanted to leave. Yeah. Y'all was putting this, you know, y'all was getting y'all feeling y'all ways about him. So he was kind of like, I don't feel <laughs> like. And everywhere, you know, every time. He was on a track. It was never just RL. It was RL of next. So it's not right. like he was so leaving he wasn't, the team behind. Yeah, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Uh, mm-hmm. forgetting where he came from. Right, right. I don't even think there was ever a solo album, was there? No, yeah. it was supposed, it was to, supposed be, but, to be. But oh, okay, was he Ray Lavender? Who? Oh, I don't know. My girl got a girlfriend. That wasn't him. No, no, no. Because it's listen, RL Ray Lavender. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I get it. That's why I put that with that. Yeah, no, so. no. But I don't even think the the vocal like the yeah, the, the voice voices was didn't match. Two, two separate voices. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I know I just recently watched Unsung with Drew Hill, and just talking about that, it didn't really seem much so as anybody thought that they were better. It's just like you. I know Woody left because they started to put more focus on Cisco uh, when they showed up at uh, the Wild Wild West video shoot. Mm-hmm. Then it became more so because Drew Hill was there. Yeah, it was just they're on the record. Yeah, they're on the record, but they just more focus was on Cisco. So everybody was just kind of like, so why are we here? Woody felt especially more that so that way. So he left. Uh, what's his name? Um, my boy Chauncey uh, from Blackstreet mm-hmm. yeah. was jealous of Dave Hollister because Dave. Oh, that's was, what that was about. I yeah, mean, I was yeah. watching Unsung again, and that's oh. what that was about. But I know, like with Drew Hill, it never seemed like it was an ego thing. It was just like Jazz's weight came into play, right? And yeah, then, some health issues. You know, health issues, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, you know what he felt, what he felt about how they were, you know, kind of doing the group. So he left on his own, and then Tao yeah. came in. Tao never left on bad blood. I think. His tail was the youngest one. Who was tail? Tail was the um, tail the soprano. He uh he came in after, way after Woody. Was he before or after Scola? I forgot about. Oh, Scola. he was after Scola. Then I don't I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, nah, tail was. That's what I'm saying. Like, Actually, you know what? I think tail did perform with them when they were at Foxwoods because they brought jazz out and his way yeah, is a problem. They, they were in Bridgeport right. when I, I saw them at the Klein. Yeah. And it was Teo, Nokia, yep. Jazz, and Cisco. And, yeah. ja- and I got there and it was Teo, it was Teo, Cisco, and Nokia. They did tell me. And I'm sitting there in the front row and I'm like, I know they missing somebody. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. my man's at? Yeah. And then they get to the ballads and then he comes from behind. I'm like, 
Holy Jazz? shit. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that, <laughs> that happened at the, the, I think it was the Soul Train Awards too. Yeah. Uh, they came out, they was doing all the fast songs yeah, with Cisco all the, with all the song, choreography. Yeah. And then um, once they switched over to the ballads, here come Jazz, Jazz out the back. Yeah. And it's like, Damn! Yeah, he yeah, got he big. big. He's big. I mean, he yeah, he a, got big, 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 yeah. big. Because I mean, he was a big dude, but he yeah, wasn't but he like bigger. he used to be linebacker right. big. Like he used to, like right. he could still he was, do. He was the, still keeping he up with still them. Do yeah, and then he just got but bigger. He, but the voice never changed. So yeah, yeah but, his voice definitely. Yeah, changed. his voice ain't never changed. But it's his just, lyrics, on, his vocals on holding you. Who? Oh, Can't oh remember yeah. Why we fell apart? His voice on Beauty was phenomenal, and these are the times. Um, so yeah, and uh, what was the other one? Um, Promise, is it, uh, uh from, yeah, he was, I think he took yeah. the lead on that too. Yeah, so it all of these Five different steps. things, yeah, all of these different groups in their separate ways. I mean, we watched yeah, the been, new editions, there have been many cases. Um, I remember when I was in, um, it was in my early 20s, late teens, mm-hmm. when the Commodores were starting to make their switch from the funky Commodores to the mm-hmm. pop star Commodores. Uh-huh. And Lionel was doing most of the writing at that time. Mm-hmm. So what happened was Lionel was encouraged, and I know he wanted to as well, to strike out on his own and do a solo thing. Right. When he went solo, that changed the whole complexion of the Commodores. The Commodore just went, you know, yeah. their identity was gone. And it's funny because when they were building up, Walter Orange and Lionel Richie were the two front men. Mm-hmm. And Walter Orange was when they think about Brickhouse, they think about Lionel Richie. No, Walter Orange was the one doing the lead vocals on Brickhouse. And um, Lionel, I think, through his songwriting ability, when he started writing the love ballads, mm-hmm. he really he gained a, another segment of the audience. And he got pushed to the front by Motown, you know, rightfully so, because he was making a lot of money for them. And um, then when he went solo, he obviously the rest is history yeah i remember when he first went solo we had a lot of fun when we me and i was down in atlanta at the time and me and a couple of my boys we used to call him lionel lionel whitey <laughs> because he you know he was doing songs i would never all night long do. truly and all that stuff and <clears throat> all night long to a certain degree but there's one great song that he did off of that album called love will find a way Mm. that's on my playlist that's one I do great great song beautiful song it really hits you mm. when you're going through stuff check it out Love Will Find A Way great song it's been covered by a lot of smooth jazz groups as well yeah. Mike I got a question for you whatever happened to Major Harris he just passed away recently wow yeah, he had he, that one record Love Won't, Love won't Let, let me, me Wait, wait. oh yeah. man he was also a member of the Delphonics too yeah but he was yeah Love Won't Let Me Wait that was that was it for him man that was that record, man. I am um, actually funny. Funny thing about that particular song, if it wasn't for some business decisions, uh, someone else would have actually recorded that. This brother that I've done some work with, he's a legend around here. He's in his actually early seventies. Mm-hmm. Dude named Billy Foster. He's been singing for a long time. Great voice. And they were grooming him. Then they had some changes in the record company, and next thing you know, he got dropped. They brought Major Harrison and. The rest is history. Wow. I mean, but you see that kind of often, though. Like, where oh, you yeah. end up, a record is meant for someone else, and then mm-hmm. it gets changed to someone else. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. All the time. I mean, My, My, My was supposed to be for uh, After Seven. Oh, really? Really? 
It was supposed to be for after seven, but that um, that could have worked though. It could have worked. Oh, that could have worked. It could. Yes. Oh yeah, with their voices, yeah, with their voices but, definitely. But what's his name? I can't remember which one. I think it was the one that recently passed. Ke- was it Kevin? Kevin. I think it was. There was a uh, Babyface's cousin or bro- brother. Uh, brother. That's right. Brother. Yeah. Um. He. Uh. I think he. He was high. Mm. When they yes. made the call, yes, one of them, yeah, one of them had yeah, some serious yeah, sexual abuse. So when they called up, they were like, "Hey, we got this song, Babyface wrote it." Mm-hmm. They're like, "You know, come on through," but he was high, so they couldn't show up. Wow! So then it got passed on to Johnny. Yeah. So there's a lot of stories that's like that, and uh, it's just crazy. And I mean, you know, even when we look at New Edition, as far as groups, it's like I love New Edition, mm-hmm. and I just want them to just get it together. <laughs> I mean, they get it together when it's like funny. I was when it's time. I was in Norwalk, man. I was um, performing with this with this band out of New York, <clears throat> sitting up there singing, doing some. I think I was doing My Girl because you know that's what the audience wanted. I don't. I'm not too crazy about singing My Girl. I've sung it millions of times, but yeah. Next thing you know, I feel somebody doing the two step with me. I look over to the side, Michael Bivens. <laughs> Nice. He's popping up. <laughs> he does pop he up. He does pop up. Yeah, he up pops up. Yes, he does. Yeah. Living yeah. Stratford. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's cool. And it's like, yo, you got the RBRM. And then Ralph Ralph and uh, Johnny were actually at uh, Foxwoods last night. Really? Yeah. So. Um, wow. I wonder how that turned out. Yo, does, does Ralph still sing, yo? Can he still sing? That's my question. <laughs> I don't know. When he did know. at the BET Awards, when they had the, all of them, he looked. And by sick. all of them, I mean. I always thought his voice was kind of delicate. Yeah, didn't have no meat. I'm not, I love. I love his voice, but he was I never thought yeah, he, he had was, any he meat. Was yeah. He he sounds like you right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, and when he sing, he sounded different. So it's mm. like mm-hmm. you know, like they were even saying that, um, every little step wasn't Bobby Brown. That was Ralph. Really. Yeah, because if you think about it, I ain't never heard Bobby hit those notes. I ain't never heard Bobby hit those notes. When you really think about that, like Bobby's like voice, go sing. Like man. think about it. Like think about it. Like when did you ever hear Bobby sing stunt like man? That? <laughs> I know, right? Wow, stunt man. Who knows? Ralph was his singing stunt man. But I yeah. know, I know, I know Ralph because I like you know when we doubling back to presence and stuff like a lot of artists now like they lip sync to hell and it's very noticeable mm-hmm. but or they'll sing like with the majority of the actual recorded track but when i was noticing on the bet performance when new edition was honored and everything like that they for ralph there was they did have his vocals the recording vocals mm-hmm. or his part on if it isn't love Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't really like, and I really wanted to go to to the show to, for Ralph because I've seen Ralph solo once, and that was when I seen New Edition mm-hmm. as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the night of Whitney's funeral, uh, they were at Mohegan. So then Ralph sounded fine. Mm. You know. Now I know we've been talking about the death of you know R and B groups, but Mike, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. What would be your dream super R&B group? Wow. Man, that's a tough that's one. That's a good yeah, question, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do some research, I have to man. think about it because we've had I would, the era of like posse groups. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, you, know, you know, the 90s was big on you mean that. You mean just put a group together or just one that 
I mean, it's like, already put, put together. No, not not one that's put together. Right put now. one together. Just put. Wow. Like, who would you like to hear? Well, for one thing, I'd have to have two keyboardists. Mm. Actually, I might need three. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I would I would use I would have Stevie on one keyboard, Donnie mm. Hathaway on the other. Mm. Um, on drums, wow, God, on guitar maybe Nile Rodgers. Mm. Come on now, bad man. Or Ray Parker Jr. Oh. On bass, maybe Michael Henderson or Bootsy Collins. Mm. Uh, on drums. Wow. I mean, he brought it to the whole. Tony Thompson from Chic was a beast. Oof. Um, uh, Clyde Stubblefield, Stubblefield, who recently passed, who uh, who invented the funky drummer from James Brown and the JBs. <laughs> Yes. Clyde Stubblefield. Mm. Yes, sir. Wow. That's tough. I would have to yeah. think about that. Listen, yeah. I'm going to tell you who I would have. And this is going to sound so crazy because it's messing with old and new. Mm. I'm going to have a Tribe Called Quest. Okay. I'm going to have Roger Troutman. Mm. Okay. I'm going to have Stevie Wonder. Wow. I'm going to have. Bootsy Collins, and I'm gonna end it with Pharrell. Pharrell, Pharrell. That's wild. It's an interesting Pharrell. group. Very interesting. What would you? Yes, that's a Pharrell. very interesting. If you listen to Pharrell's music, he is heavily, oh well, yeah, heavily influenced by every single one of them. Oh well, that makes sense then. Yeah. Every single one of them, especially, especially Tribe and Bootsy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Mm. Yeah, I do. I, oh, because and just I, for fun, let's throw the JVs in. And here. sub sub substitute drummer for me would be uh, Questlove. Ooh. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Quest is a bad man. Quest is a bad man. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. even know where to begin because I'm I love harmonies. Right. And then at the same time, I still love like I love dancing and choreography. Mm-hmm. So like I would love to be like, yo, let me get some, let me mix in a little a little Jodeci. But I still need that choreography of like a new edition mm-hmm. and like that swag. So I don't know. I would have to think about it. But yeah, mm-hmm. like that's a good question because you had the '90s was big for doing little posse groups. Yeah. Like Milestone, honestly. Oh my god, was the baddest one in my personal opinion. Like I would have loved to hear an album from them. Mm-hmm. Wow, you couldn't get all of them together at one time, right? That's what I'm saying because like you had two. You had the two from. After Make, seven, make and then you had, and then you had the two from Jodas. You had Casey and Jojo. Mm. It was four of them, and then Babyface. <laughs> like, I just think that's a bad it. group, man. Like, <laughs> we need to do a mashup. That's crazy. Of old and new. I would love, and I know this sounds crazy, but just off of hearing his Black Rose album, Iris. and and Marvin Gaye. That. Yeah. Well, then wasn't he supposed to be doing Teddy P? Yeah, he was supposed to be doing a Teddy P movie. I can see. Right. He's supposed one. to be doing Marvin Gaye too. I could see the Teddy P one. Yeah, I could. Yeah, Marvin I could. Gaye. Yeah. But yeah, no, that Black Rose album was fire. Yeah. <clears throat> that was uh, that was real R and B. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, was that? Yeah, Black Rose. That was yeah. the one with um, Shane. 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 Yeah, yeah. That was that was a bad boy. Him like, and V Bozeman. Oh my God, that v- album! People don't talk about V Bozeman or not enough. You can thank Empire for that. That album was crazy. Yep, 
anybody that has any type of record contract or whatever, yeah. if you're on Empire, yeah. you're done. <laughs> you're done. Yeah, yeah. None of your music uh, is yours. Right. They, None of your they, music is yours. That's very true. They 360 the hell out of you. Yeah, that's yeah. uh that's, that's why Diddy didn't want his sons to do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's ironic, isn't it? Don't you think? <laughs> I tell you. Anything else we want to talk about before we get in these last calls, fellas? I'm good. Is there anything you want to say, Mr. Dunham? Any sh- uh, no, I don't think I have much left to say other than, because then again, I can talk about music all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we um, this has been great, man. I've really enjoyed myself. Thoroughly enjoyed myself. Yeah. Nice. Because again, I can talk about black music all day. Listen, I'm pretty sure we, we, we should end up doing it. Yeah, yeah, we could. We, we need to do more of this because... Mm-hmm. Again, in, in the marketplace that I usually play in, mm-hmm. I don't get to always talk about music on this level right. with, with other cats because mm-hmm. people on their own shit, they mm-hmm. want to play the Mustang Sally type tunes. <laughs> <laughs> you know where? <laughs> um, cats, man, they stuck, they snuck Brick House in on me the other night. Man, I was pissed. <laughs> Ow. Ow. All right, then. Yeah, man. All right, so we going with uh, so we going with the last calls or no? Yeah. Okay, and I think that was that point. Did, did that mean you was coming to me first? Definitely not. Okay. Can I go That's first? Wrong. Yeah. Okay. You know, the year was ninety three. The album, self titled, Tony Braxton. Well, first let them know what the oh, what, yeah, what, yeah, what yeah, is yeah. last call. All right, so yes. last call is pretty much at the end mm-hmm. of these shows. We each pick a song. Okay. And, and we let it play. But at the beginning of this year, uh, yeah, the beginning of this year, we decided we're going to let, we're going to have themes because at first it was just random. Right. But now we have themes. So we've done, um, we've done songs written, but not performed by Neo. We've done uh, songs um, that uh, the original sample of the, the song that was the original song of, you know, a, of a hit that has been sent that has been used done as a by, sample. By yeah, that's done by somebody else. And then we did for Black History Month a song that is uplifting to the black community oh, okay. and black people. So to today, since it's March, it's um women's month, we're gonna play, we're gonna show some love to the women of R and B. Okay. Or hip hop, depending on where you wanna go with it. So for my choice, I've picked the only Braxton I acknowledge. Tony. Year was ninety three. Seven This for Women's Month, y'all. Happy Women's Month. This beat just say baby fish. Don't it? The words. I still haven't listened to their duet album. They got a duet album? Yeah. I have it, I just haven't listened to it. Wow. You you just hear this beat and just think nice. Oh my god, you hear that? Well, you gotta understand, Tony Braxton was one of the voices of the 90s. You think LaFace Records? Yes. yes. Like, all the chairs. 
watching my vision hearing this is just clouds and rain. <laughs> And Anita Ooh. Baker's, mm. yeah, love their voices. Listen, hold that low register. Anita, ba- <laughs> Anita Baker, come on. Which takes first me, of all, low yo. registers to me that that's my favorite. Right, yeah, you, mm. that Smoking. Anita, Anita, Layla Anita Hathaway, Zebas, mm. like those voices. I'd be like, oh. oh yes, yeah. And my dad was a big Anita's fan, Anita Baker fan. So, so was my mom. So was my like. Mm-hmm. Anytime I hear Anita Baker, I instantly think of my mom. Yeah. And Saturday mornings, yeah. you know, like we was joking about earlier, yeah. Saturday mornings, you just get you start cleaning. Because yep. you you wake up mm-hmm. to Anita Baker playing in the background. My dad got his new That's his new Durango. It ain't got his cassette player no more. He's like, how am I? I can't listen to my Anita, <laughs> <laughs> Anita tape. I'm like, hey, bro, you have to find one of them satellite radio stations. Yeah. Or get that MP3 popping. It's 2025. Or get that Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bluetooth. Yeah, I got like about 200, 250 cassettes still at home. Jeez. Mm. I unfortunately good threw stuff. all mine out. Good stuff. Cassettes too. and singles. Really good stuff. Yeah, I got a few singles too. <laughs> D-Dub look like you about to say something. Hell yeah, man. That means I got to go next because, okay. yo, that's who I picked. Today, oh, hey. that's why we in. Oh, we out here. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Ah. Shout out to Dom Kennedy. Hear them strings? Oh, Mike, you need to come to some karaoke nights with me, man. We gotta do some stylistics. <laughs> I, may, I may make that exception, but you out do it. <laughs> Clean the hell out of my room tonight. Because I know y'all got R&B. I did a rap record. I'm kind of mad about it now. What? <laughs> yeah. 
I didn't we had it. this conversation. I know, damn it, but it, it makes sense. Trust me. You know, it makes you. sense. I thought I was the one that was going against the beaten path. Listen, it, it makes sense. You know, he the ace in the hole. It makes dude. sense. I, but I'm usually the ace in the hole. <laughs> I'm usually the one that goes rap when y'all go R and B. It makes sense. But y'all got old school. I brought it a couple of years ago. I don't. I don't know the year off the top of my head, but. The very first time I heard this song, it just reminded me of um, like some old Stevie Wonder. Ooh. It's a little bit more electric than Stevie Wonder. You got Guapale? Nah, it's uh. Janelle Monae off the Electric Lady album. Mm, okay. But if y'all hear the instrumentation behind her, you might understand where I'm coming from. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. This is a Ghetto Woman by Janelle Monae off the Electric Lady album. Oh, this is perfect. This is a transition in the mind. Thank you. I see what you're saying with Steve, it's it. Mm-hmm. Yo, I hear that. Carry on, get a warm-up. See you is behind this. It does, though. <laughs> what is Stevie's behind this? Shit? I mean, she also had Prince doing her music, so I'm going to look this up. What album was this? Electric Lady? Yeah. Produced that record, okay, and well, I can, he, I can he, hear it. She was originally his artist. Yes, she was. Yeah. Um, Rhythm background vocals: Roman Podcast, G and Arthur, Podcast. who was a problem. Yeah, he's great. 
And Nate Rocket Wonder. Yeah, Nate Wonder is um <laughs> he runs the Wonderland um record label that she's she's a part of. So her and Nate Wonder, um back when I used to live in Atlanta, her and Nate Wonder were just starting. Wow. Yeah. Um because yeah. I remember seeing them um with the jazz specs, mm-hmm. um, you know, way back in the day, back before like Janelle Monet was Janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I I that's always like one of my favorite thing, like one of my favorite memories is being able to see Janelle Monet before she, who she was, who she is now. Guess who the executive producer is? Yeah, uh, Diddy, right? She's yes. on Bad Boy. He still got a label. <laughs> She's all right. So the story with Janelle Monet is she was originally signed to uh, Purple Label or whatever Big Boys record. Purple label Ribbon was. Purple All-Stars. Ribbon, right? Mm-hmm. And when that fell fell through, he uh, signed over her contract to Diddy. But she had the the wherewithal to, you know, a frame of mind is like, okay, I have creative control over my music. All you're doing is just distributing it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's it. So there's, there's that. All right. All right. I like that. I want to interject for a second. I have to bounce. I'm okay. Gonna gig tonight and then go home and get a little rest for that. I hear that. I hear that. Because I ain't going to let these people kill my voice again tonight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, All well, right. I guess I'll get into it. Like yeah. I said, you segued into my record. It is Woman's Month. So I picked the record Ladies First by Queen Latifah and Moni Love. The rhyme, it is wicked. Those that don't know how to be pros get evicted. A woman could bear you, break you, take you. Now it's time to rhyme. Can you relate to a sister's open up to make you holler and scream? Hey, yo, let me take it from here, queen. Excuse me, but I think I'm about to to get into precisely what I am about to do. I'm conversating to the folks who have no whatsoever clue. So listen very carefully as I break it down for you. Merrily, 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 merrily. Hi, so happy overjoyed. Please, with all the beats and rhymes, my sister's happy for you. Yes, let me state the position. Ladies first, yes? Yes. Yes. Yeah, there's gonna be some changes there. Believe me when I say being a woman is great to see. I know that all the fellas out there will agree with me. Not for being one, but for being with one. Cause when it's time for loving, it's the woman that gets them sworn. Stepping, strutting, moving on, rhyming, cutting, and not forgetting. We are the ones to give birth to the new back generation of prophets. Cause it's late. I break into a lyrical freestyle. Grab the oh. mic, look at the crowd and see smiles. Cause they see a woman standing up on her own two. Sloppy slouching is something I won't do. Uh. Some think that we can't flow. can't flow. Stereotypes, they got to go. Got to go. I will mess around and flip the scene into reverse. With what? With a little touch of lace first. Oh man! All right, man. That was episode thirty. Before we get up out of here, it's one last announcement. Just spoke to Mike Dunham on his way out. Okay. Just wanted to let y'all know um, if y'all are free next Friday, come check him out with MD3 at the River Rock Tavern. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. No. Listen, man. Uh, a couple of special events we got coming up 
Every fourth Friday, as you already know, the Kumba Kickback. Shout out to our homegirl, Elle. We celebrating her birthday. Yeah. Uh, each and every Wednesday, you know, we got Poets Run with DJ D-Dub and Prince Latif as your host and influence, of course. Uh, Smooth, you got anything you want to say, brother? Good. This is a great episode, man. Hey, okay. y'all just make sure y'all follow the R and B podcast. Yes, indeed. Yes, all social media, all social media. And, and ladies, we got crop tops. What you sipping? Crop on? tops. Crop tops. Oh, I see what you did. There. Crop yes. tops. Ladies, we got the what you sipping on crop tops ready for the spring. Yes, because it's indeed. it's about to sprung. It's, it's starting to thaw out out there. Yes, and you yes. know, hot girl summer Word. next up. You know, still thawing. Well, we out. know how a summer gut turned into a summer butt. Winter gut turned into a summer butt. Oh boy. That's your boy. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening to the Bruce Podcast. What you sipping on? Podcast with your host, DJ DW, Prince Latif, Lucky Lefty, and Mr. R&B Smooth.